How we doing, prolific people? Welcome to the Prolific Podcast. This podcast exists to encourage one another to abide in Jesus. And as a result, bear fruit that truly lasts. This is Joey. And I'm Alejo. You ready? Let's do this. You ready, honey? Yes. <laughs> How you doing? Good. <laughs> We're doing this on Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to all happy the moms Mother's Day. listening. Happy Mother's Day to you, honey. Thank you. I wish we could do a Mother's Day episode, but we'll probably do that eventually. Yes. You're the most amazing mom, you know that. Thank you. <laughs> but but it, it's unfair because you were like like born for it. I could tell it's just always been like on your forehead, written. On my forehead? <laughs> mom. <laughs> when you met me, you just like you're like mother. They used to mother like your siblings. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. Um. Well, honey, I'm excited to have you on. I want to say uh, I'm very, uh, it's been very cool and exciting to see just the support of people joining us in the podcast that we recorded and we posted last week about our story. Uh, it actually has been our best best performing podcast so far, just from people just listening. So I just want to say thank you to anybody that jumped on and listened to the podcast and hopefully it was of encouragement to, to some of you guys. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We'd love to talk more about it, but um, we'll have to get some recommendations for topics that you guys would want. Yes, please. So we'll, we'll put we a poll. We love talking about marriage. Yeah, we'll put a poll on this podcast, and uh, we want you guys to tell us about some of the topics that maybe you'd like us to discuss about our personal marriage. Uh, we don't intend this to be like a, like a preaching, uh, but, but more so something that we can open up, uh, both in the Rogero's life and in our life. But... Um, but honey, so today I wanted to talk to you about um, something that I feel like uh, it has it is difficult for the next generation to receive. Uh, it's probably something too that most people see with bitterness because it maybe has been misused in the past. Yeah. Um, in families, uh, something that that I believe the world at large is just not happy with which is the the topic of order and more specifically order in the home and just you know what what the lord's called us to which is you know for him to be our head but then for the husband to be the head of the home and then and then next goes the mom and the wife and then after that goes the children and uh, i want to discuss that with you because i feel like there's probably a lot of married people especially young married people and even married people that are older than us that think about the topic of order and like just leadership and submission and all that stuff and they probably are confused about it they probably wonder does can it work does it work anywhere you know yeah um and so i actually want to just kind of interview you a little bit because i feel like probably if i had to guess probably the people that are that i would assume are the most bitter about so when i when i say misuse i just i just really think that leadership in the home has been misused by men um for a long time i think that men have been put in a position of power and leadership by god appointed by him and and i think for generations they, that men have misused that they've been harsh to their wives they've been harsh to their kids they've been unfaithful they've been um you know the list goes on and on right and so yeah. because that leadership hasn't been used right 
I believe that there aren't a lot of women and you tell me what you think you, I, I don't know if you know if you think this is right or not but I feel like a lot of women don't want leadership in their home and in their life yeah it's true I mean you even see it in the church mm-hmm. you know um I think that women are kind of just like starting to um, take on roles and responsibilities that necess- that weren't necessarily supposed to be for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that they're not doing an amazing job, um, but there is, there is an order, you know, um, a healthy order mm-hmm. that I think that we have derived from. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I love the grunting of our baby. <laughs> Selah, it's Selah, our second born, is the gruntiest baby. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so let me ask you this, honey. So I feel like order, I feel like order is something that, um, I, I would say is something that we strug- we've struggled with because I think that like 99% of the time you, you've just, you have, you just have so much discernment and wisdom to just know like what God's called you to and it's but it doesn't mean that I haven't struggled with it. I can sure. help you with this because I am very, I came into the marriage very independent. Yeah. Um, headstrong, a little stubborn. <laughs> so, 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 so let me backtrack and say maybe not 99% of the time you've gotten it right. Mm-hmm. So, so talk to me about that. Talk to me about that transition of like, just, just tell me about you and your, your, your frame of mind before you got married, that independence. You were very independent. I mean, you were, you were very, very independent. And going into marriage and encountering marriage and just that transition into now being a part of a structure where you were not independent. Well, I think that's if you guys listen to the um, podcast prior to this one, um, I think that's why we both were so shocked with how easy I transitioned into marriage. It's one of the reasons. Yeah, um, because A, I was very close to my family. Um, and so that leaving and cleaving, you know, was one of those things we I think we both were just kind of shocked by but also um I was very independent um my parents raised me in a way that allowed me to be independent and um I mean I worked a lot of a lot of jobs when we were engaged in dating I kept myself very busy um you went to school yeah through school and everything um and so i think that that was another another driving force as to why we both were a little bit shocked at <laughs> how well i transitioned into marriage with leho which um, which by the way i don't think i don't think that independence is a bad thing no, when you are yeah. when you are so let, so let's talk about that like yeah. I, and i want to continue the timeline because i want to i want you to walk me from there and to go, going into marriage but like as we talk about your independence it, during high school and during college and before you got married i never saw it as a bad thing like i actually loved that you were the kind of girl that loved to work yeah that loved to like you always had your money saved mm-hmm. like you always had like your things in order my ducks in a row yeah you had your ducks <laughs> in a row and and I'll, and I'll say as a man seeing that like you were not the kind of girl that i looked at and went uh, this girl needs me for money mm-hmm. or this girl needs me for like feeling secure like financially so th- so that was encouraging to me mm-hmm. to see you be that independent but you were very independent like I remember like you probably like you you you. well <laughs> I was gonna say like 
you you had like more money in your wallet than I did. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that necessarily because I was doing like my work as well. But, I mean, it's probably true though. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, that's also in on top of the fact that you were just very frugal. Yeah. And so you yeah. worked and you saved mm-hmm. it all and put it. You literally had a was it a box or a jar? A box, yeah. <laughs> Where you put all your money. But um, but so tell me about that. Like, tell me about your frame of mind. Like, try to go back to Tara of like high school and college. And what was your frame of mind? Like, how did you think during those days? I think the bad part about my independence, if there, if I could actually just like pick it apart, um, I think part, not a huge amount of it. I wouldn't even say the majority of it, but a small piece of my independence, I think, did did come from insecurity, mm. like protection. Um, and I do think that that is where some people live, live. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think they live there and I think that it can drive them to sin. It can drive them into the places in marriage that, that aren't healthy because they pick up independence because of insecurity. And so, um, so I would say there was a small percentage of that independence that did come from insecurity and just wanting to, um, come across as, you know, I'm okay by myself, which, you know, which I don't think it's, but again, I don't think it's a bad thing. And I'll say as a man, I'll say one of the things that I've seen men do in the past is I've seen men who are the, the main providers of a home. I've seen them when they're in the sin, in their sinful way, I've seen them actually use resources to keep people under control. Right? So for example, if their wife is not working and their wife is unhappy, they're cheating on their spouse, they're mm-hmm. cheating on their wife, and they're the main providers. Now their wife is living this life of fear because if she did want to get divorced or whatever and, and make it a step to be away from that abuse, yeah. um, they can't they make they can't make that move because yes. they don't have resources. So so I, I wanna say I understand mm-hmm. why some people quote unquote live there and yes. don't overcome that insecurity because there have been people that have done a really poor job at that. And I think the message that women have received for a long time is if you don't have your stuff together, a man's going to take advantage of you. Yes. Yeah. Would you would you say that that's yeah. maybe how you felt? Yeah. Um, I definitely like had a hard shell of protection for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I would say again, like that small percentage of that independence came from fear or you know insecurity or whatever um but there also was just a large amount of my independence that i think was a holy conviction (laughs) you know sure um of wanting to like safeguard my heart and safeguard um you know like even innocence you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and so I feel like if you if you don't have some of that again again that holy you know I don't know I don't know exactly how you would put it into terms but just that that independence that does stem from you know a convict like holy conviction or um, just being proactive yes, and being active yeah. and being responsible like I'll say from my end as a man I knew well not that I was ever this I was never a lazy guy but like. Uh, no no lazy man no like boy could have approached you mm-hmm. and earned a spot to 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 you know be your person when you were a woman that had your stuff together you mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying so i understand that and actually i think it's a balance right it's mm-hmm. like a, a a very happy medium of 
of being responsible and a good steward of your stuff and of your things, but not going into, but not living it insecurely and on the defense necessarily, yes. right? Yeah. And and now there is a part of, and I and I th- I believe I think that as a woman, especially when you're when you're single and you're dating, I do think that there is a healthy amount of defense you need to live in. Yeah. You know, yeah. because because there because the reality is that. I, I, I think you guys are you need to protect yourself well, I think sure. it's like what you just said it's a it, it's about also being in a good steward of like what the Lord has given you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so yeah I think there is a balance between not living in fear because we don't have a spirit of fear but but being like being in that that perfectly balanced place of being led by God and um, receiving like wisdom from him and all of that kind of stuff um so yeah so so you are living this in college high school doing a great job getting you know great you know your grades are amazing you're working multiple jobs saving money you're uh being healthy taking care of your health like you're just Mm -hmm. doing a really great job and being independent and then you know we discussed in our last podcast how we you know kind of you know uh get around each other at the perfect time where we begin to go towards that uh, path of marriage mm-hmm. and, and engagement and all that stuff. And so, so so, tell me what that felt like. Tell me what it felt like to go from that independence to encountering me uh, and who I was at that time, you know? And yeah, it, it just as, as we begin to go towards getting more serious and you having to Loosen adapt. The, yeah, right? yeah. Um, I mean... It, it's hard to say again we touched on this in the last podcast but Alejo and I really struggled in like the engagement part of our of our relationship <laughs> and that was probably where the tug of war between my Biggest. independence and you know um like a healthy submission started um so I I feel like it definitely started there um but it was it was hard to loosen the grip I mean mm-hmm. once you've lived in this place for for gosh your whole life (laughs) it is hard to just just start to loosen the grip um but i i do believe the more you lean on the lord and the more that you see that the person that he's placed in your life um in our case you know equally yoked and you know seeking after god so important the equally yoked part right um, that there is this trust that is built and if you just don't, if you don't have that trust formed, I don't mm-hmm. think that it's easy for people to lay down their independence. Yeah, for sure. You no, know, I think that's a huge component. And so I believe that as I, as I continue to trust you and the man of God that you were and the man of God that you were becoming, um, seeing, seeing the future in a way, you know, because of, because of just the direction that you wanted to walk in, I think that that is why it was easier for me to lay down the independence and lay down, you know, my desire to, to have things in control all the time. And I obviously still struggle with it from time to time, but, um, but it's so much easier to lay that stuff down when you can trust your spouse. That's so good. Um, so yeah, I would say there are two, like two variables when it comes to like the joining and the adapting. I think one of them is that, and I would say for women, and you correct me if, if you think I'm wrong. Um, I'm I'm open to being wrong. <laughs> it, like as we're talking, I don't want you to think that you just need to agree with me. But 
I think um, there are two variables. There is the independence factor, which is the insecurity that a woman might have to allow herself to be dependent on another person, right? And by dependent, I mean that some of her well-being is not completely up to her, but that is now up to somebody else as well. And that she's kind of giving away some of that autonomy that she has, right? That's one yeah. variable, which I think you dealt with that part as well, with that part. And then there's a second part when we talk about the word, the conversation of submission. And it, remind, it reminds me of that conversation where where uh, the Lord is speaking to Eve and she is telling her that he's telling her that she's going to want to rule over her husband, mm-hmm. right? Like that's going to be her, like because of the sin that had entered the world, she was going to have this desire to rule over her husband. And I feel like that's also something that we have dealt with mm-hmm. on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Um, um, because, you know, I'm, I'm, if I had to picture it, obviously like this is it's a different picture, but in parenting, Luca wants to rule over us, yeah. right? And it's not, it, it's natural that he wants to rule over us. But there's an order to our home, yeah. And so we, and so we've been intentional to to lean on on the Lord so that we can have a, an image in our home that is God honoring in regards to order. Yeah. And and one of those things also has been. So we talked a little bit about your independence in regards to your well-being, mm-hmm. but then also there was this factor of during our engagement period where you like you had moments where you wanted to rule over me. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. So one 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 story that I um, I often share with like married married couples and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you remember this time, honey, but it's, it was a time when obviously you've always been a mom, right? Yes. You've always been a mom, <laughs> and uh, one one thing that Tara not a physical, but <laughs> right. One thing Tara and I like to tell each other is that we are in bad shape if I'm trying to father her or if she's trying to mother me. Yeah. Right. So in marriage, we are we are partners. We are not each other's parents, and uh, and we get in trouble when we try to parent each other. Right? Yes, yeah, for sure. So, um, so I remember there was uh, this time uh, during our engagement uh, when I was at your house. I don't know if you remember this time. I was at your house, and I think we were like having a conversation in front of like your parents, and you talked to me in like in a way that was just kind of dishonoring, like kind of kind of belittling. Yeah, in front of your parents. And, um, and of course, like in that journey of going towards marriage, you know, uh, I was I was earning a place in your family. Yeah. Right. Um, do you remember our conversation after that? You remember what that what that looked like? Like the gist of it? Um, so uh, kind of put me on the spot, people. <laughs> um, I feel like I vaguely remember it. I do remember that. Because um, I can't remember exactly what had transpired, but I do remember like sort of the scene that was set and everything um and i do remember that so what was that like tell me about the scene like try to give me a good picture so okay so i'll tell you about the scene and i like i like you to share there's probably at the dinner table (laughs) well it was it was it was somewhere it was somewhere in in the midst of your family and um and we were just having we were just talking and it was just one of those moments where you where and and I've, i've seen this many times where it's just that dishonoring like uh addressing of of your yes. spouse yeah. uh we were in 
married yet, but we were going there, so we were trying to pick up those behaviors already. Yes. And um, and it, it just felt like one of those moments where you were, it was like that thing that the Lord said to Eve, like, you're going to want to rule over your husband. Yeah. Oh, and I, I kind of saw it like, oh, wow, like there's there's that thing that God talked about. And then we went outside and we and I had a conversation with you about about our dynamics, about how we're going to walk, move forward so that we could what I remember what I remember is you had you kind of had a spirit that came over you um and it was not angry and it was not frustrated but it was hey I'm gonna lead us like you have to let me kind of thing you know (laughs) like no I'm sure I didn't say it that way no you did not say it that way but that is that's the feeling that I got and I I will say like there was there was actually peace in the way that you extended that invitation, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, there's a way that you can invite somebody into leading that does not provide peace. You right, know? right. And, and I do remember that, like, you had a certainty, again, of where you were going and, and where we were going, where you were taking me. And... Um, and I needed, I needed to be a little bit more humble in my approach. I needed to be a little more gracious and grace giving. And, um, and at the time I, what I just wasn't. <laughs> because you were used to mothering mm-hmm. and you were used to, you were used to, you know, exerting your authority mm-hmm. and, and you've had, and we've had this conversation too. You had moments where you even used it with your mom. Yes. Right. Where like you would, yeah. like you sorry, would be, mom. <laughs> where you'd be like, that, like took care for her. Yes. Yeah. You would still do it in a way that was kind of ab- abrasive and, um, and so, and I've had these moments. By the way, I'm just touching on this because I'm, we're also going to touch on moments where I've tried to father you. Yeah. And be and be like and not be a husband but be a father mm-hmm. and just right. Yeah. But I just remember like having that conversation with you during during that time where I was just telling you, first and foremost, I said. Hey, your family's gonna respect me at the level that you respect me. Yes. That's one thing that I said. And yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah, and, and and I just said, you know, um, there there are going there there is gonna be um, a way in which your family addresses me or um, or deals with me, and you're you are empowered and you are in a position to set the tone for that. Yes, that's so important. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing I, I said, and then the other the other thing that I said. Um, the other thing that I said, I think I, I said something about the the mothering part. I just I I just said, you know, um, this like this is a this this is a moment where we're gonna determine how is it that we're going to do this. You know, are we yeah. are we gonna do this in order, or are we just gonna be like the rest of the world that just whacks at each other? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we all know marriage is like that, mm-hmm. right? Where people are just, it's a whacking match. Like yeah. it's my turn. I whack you as hard as I can. Yeah. I cut you as. as as deep as I can, and then you're gonna have a turn later on, and, and you just cringe. go back and forth. You yeah. cringe when you see other people right. doing it, but then there are moments when you see it infiltrating mm-hmm. your own relationship, and you just don't notice it the way that you do when yeah. you're watching someone else. So, what's an example, honey? Of and maybe, maybe my uh, my moments of fathering, quote unquote, happened. I think they happened more while we were married than while we were engaged, right? If I had to think back. It's so tough. I'm like, were you drawing a blank on them? Yeah, I'm not good at. I I I will say this is this is a weakness and a flaw. But I do not I do not store I do not store up. It's a strength, baby. It is a strength. I really like once I forgive you, I forgive you. I yeah. I throw it in the trash and I forget about it. 
Um, so a lot of the specifics, I'm just not good at retrieving. I really am not. I do remember that like um, there were definitely moments probably in the beginning of marriage where you did, you tried to father me a little bit much. Um, I know I did it with finances. Yes, yeah, for sure. So, so talk a little bit about that, right? Okay, so actually, so it, we're engaged. We're, we've, we're dealing with that. We're dealing again with the variable of the well-being and sharing in that and not being overly independent and depending on each other. And then we're also dealing with, um, with the variable of not ruling over each other. Yeah. Right? Um, and so we get married. And then, so, so, we, and so let me say this. Just so that we find, because sometimes people are like, well, what do they believe? We, we uh, Do you agree that I'm the leader of this house? Yes, yeah. Okay, all right. Thankfully. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, uh, and I'll say, like, there ha has it always been easy to make do it? No, no. Okay. Yeah, no, um, it's not. Now, let me ask you, what are some things that I've done that are that make it really hard to agree on that? Um. Well... I really think that we probably struggled a lot in this when we first had Luca. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's easier to retrieve. <laughs> that's, that's, that's more recent. Yeah. So talk about that. Um, yeah. I mean, once we, a lot of, you know, first-time parents, not first-time parents can look back on the times when they, you know, they brought their first baby into the world. And marriage does not always look so pleasant and loving mm -hmm. as it had in the past at, at in those very like tender tender times well um, at, at this at this is what i think it is is that you i think marriage is a journey where you hold less and less tightly to your strong opinions yes, yeah and then when children arrive you have strong opinions all over again yes. and they become really it's strong and passionate opinions yes. right yeah about about a person that you both love yeah but and you have different ways of doing it and you're both parenting this child mm -hmm. and it is hard to take off that like that mask mm -hmm. and not use it on your spouse mm -hmm. you know it really is hard like okay we're parenting this child now oh yeah i'm not your mom i'm your wife <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> like Okay, yeah, I've got to, I've got to figure out this role, you know, because it's a learn, it's a learning process. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm so that's one way that I fathered you. What is one way that I was maybe abrasive or tried to, instead of lead lead you? This is a good, this is a good way of, uh, like, um, separating it. Instead of leading you, give me an example of when I tried to rule over you. We really struggled with Lucas' sleep. Okay. For sure. Mm -hmm. Um. But I mean, even I would say even now, this is one that we're working through is his eating. Right. So like we have very different opinions. We're two different people trying to come together and ask the Holy Spirit to give us <laughs> direction. <laughs> and so. Um, so, yeah, we really struggled with Lucas sleep in the very beginning. And it was very easy for you to overpower me in those times. Okay. Very easy. So, um, so I want you to sit on. I want you to sit on what it feels like to be ruled, like, because I, I want, I really want to dig at you. Give me an example Ooh. of me. So, what does it feel like when I rule you? Like, what yeah. does that feel like? When, when you specifically rule over, I feel like I could speak for most women, but when you specifically rule over me, um, I want to fight back. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not want to be submissive. I do not want to 
um, be kind. <laughs> Because why? Because um, how do I come across? Me personally, talk about me. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, how do I come across when I try to rule over you? Am I abrasive? Am I yeah, am abrasive? I hard headed? I mean, sometimes it can come across as anger, right? Um, what else? I mean, um, just I think abrasive is probably like the best. Mm -hmm. The best, like when you're parenting with someone and. Even in marriage, like again, you just want to be able to trust that person and, and know that they trust you in return. And when you're trying to overrule somebody and overpower them, you don't feel that mutual trust. Mm -hmm. And when you don't feel trust, like gosh, trust is just such a firm foundation that you have to stand on It's like in marriage. Yeah. And so when you don't have that foundation and you can just feel it crumbling mm -hmm. underneath you, like You're just grabbing on to anything that you can. And oftentimes what you're grabbing a hold of are not <laughs> not <laughs> life-giving characteristics, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, so we, I mean, we have fought a lot about finances. We have fought a lot um, about, you know, Lucas' sleep and... Um, how to get him to sleep. Yes, how to get him to His sleep. His food, how to get him to eat. Yes. What yeah. he's allowed to eat, not yes. to eat. Is yeah. he allowed to say no? Yes. And so I will, so I'll say this, I say for me, the reason why I sometimes want to rule over you instead of lead you is because I want to get quicker from point A to point B. Yes. So it's not that I don't trust you. It's that I have no patience. Yeah. And so my patient, my lack of patience leads me to just, just bypass you altogether so we can, so we can get from point A to point B, yeah. right? So for example, when Luca has, was having trouble sleeping, I just wanted, I just wanted you to, I'm being, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna speak how my heart probably felt, <laughs> harsh, okay? I just wanted you to shush for a moment, please, because you've tried enough your way. <laughs> Now it's my time to try. We're tired. Right? And if, if we don't sleep, we're, we're all gonna kill each other, right? <laughs> so let me try it uh, with, with Luca's food. Okay, I understand that you want to you want to you want to deal with it this way, but I'm gonna right. So it's like the, yeah. those moments of like lack of patience. Um, I remember with like finances, it was it, it, it was actually a lack of trust. It was, so it wasn't lack of patience; it was a lack of trust. I felt like I couldn't trust you with our money. Yeah. Though you never gave me a reason not to trust you, it was something I still needed to work on, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would. I would try to parent you. So I would, yeah. I, this is so bad guys, but I just want to confess because I don't, I never want you to think that our marriage has been perfect or is, or is perfect. Yeah. Um, I would have these like audits with Tara. Uh, that sounds probably too, like, too, yeah, that's like, maybe a little yeah. too hard. but like, you didn't but, have audits. but, but not <laughs> audits, but like, I would say like, okay, what did you buy? And then like, it, it's not like we went through the receipt or something like, but, but didn't it, we have enough of this, but it's right. <laughs> didn't we have enough of that? Oh, you went to target today. The, the whole, you went to target. Like that was like a huge flag for me, Ooh, right? Right. God forbid I go to Target. Right. God forbid. <laughs> Which is so funny because Tara would go to Target and like window shop. Like she wouldn't even buy anything. But in my mind, my wife is just like blowing money, you know. <laughs> and so it was like that lack of trust I, that I, yeah. I really didn't trust that you were frugal, even yeah. though you were. And so I would try to rule over you and just kind of instead of instead of leading us. So, so let me ask you that. So what do you feel like, what do you feel like is the difference? So we've identified ruling is harsh and it's impatient. 
and it and it lacks trust and it lacks uh, gentleness. Um, what do you feel like is the way to lead? Like, how is leading different? The qualities of of a good leader, I feel like, um, a good leader is trusting. A good leader is honoring. Mm-hmm. Um, a good leader. So let me. So let me. So let me ask. Let me ask you to. I love it. Keep going there. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want you to be specific about husbands, okay, and fathers. Yeah. How can a husband and a father be a great leader? From from a mother, and from a wife. How can I, and think of all the examples you can draw from. It could be from our home. It could be from your dad. It could be from anywhere. What, what, what makes, what makes a man a good leader? And how can a man, how can we guys set you women, wives, moms up to allow us and be glad? Are you happy that I lead, honey? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you always been? No. Not all the time. Right? <laughs> so, Maybe not in every moment. Not in every moment. If you asked me even right after we got married, do you like do you want to be led by your husband? I would have said yes. But I don't know that my actions would have always Right, right, right. Yeah, so generally you represented did represented that. And we still needed to like work out some yeah. kinks, right? But so what can we do? How can we earn your your trust as man? I think it stems a lot from just our core needs, even mm. like as husbands and wives, okay. like what, what were we created to receive from our husbands? So what were we, were we created to receive from our, from our, from our wives? So are you saying that, are you saying that the way you think we earn the, your trust to lead is by being givers? I don't disagree, by the way. I don't disagree, by the way. Like, I'm not actually saying you're wrong. I actually think that's very simple. It's very basic, right? Because when a li- when a leader gives first, when a leader's focus is to give, oh, gotcha. Wh- whether that is okay. time or whether that is uh, affection, I misunderstood what you were or, saying. Yeah, yeah, or resources. Yeah. I feel like it sets up those that they lead yeah. to receive whatever they are leading with, right? Yeah. So, so I actually agree with you. So, what is it that we can give? What is it that you feel like? I think in giving, you're literally equipping. You know, it's like literally a process. And so I think that men really desire like respect and honor, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy Evans, 101. <laughs> right, come on. Tara uh, loves Jimmy Evans. <laughs> <laughs> they really um, desire respect and honor. And I think women just truly desire to feel loved and to be loved, to be nurtured mm. and cared for. And so, What are some examples of that I for think you? So for me, get specific. I, I love the gentleness in which you lead. You don't lead in a way that creates anxiety for me. You don't lead in a way that um, causes me to fear or you know or doubt. I think at the beginning we struggled with that a lot. Like mm-hmm. if if you were to have asked me, you know, like, hey, can we invest in this? Like, blah blah blah. Like five years ago, I would have been like, heck no. <laughs> but now I feel that we have this this great flow of of what we receive and what we give to one another that like I might not always agree with everything but I trust you to make the right decision for our family and I believe it's because you like you just love us so well you love me so well you care 
can I say something, by the way? I just laughed because when you said, if you would have told me, let's invest in blank five years ago, I have to tell you and confess to you, honey, that I'm grateful that you haven't just given into everything I want to do as a leader. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. because process. Yeah, because, <laughs> because by you, and you know, listen, there are some men that arrive at marriage and they already know exactly how to invest our money, mm -hmm. exactly where to do, what to do, and you know, all power to you. That hasn't been me. I've had I've learned that while we've mm -hmm. been married, right? And so I with that for example, that's a great example. I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad that you've been sort of a, a sort of a deterrent, mm -hmm. right? That has kept me from making really bad decisions as I've grown in my discernment and in yes. my wisdom. So that now five years after, when I say, hey, honey, I want to invest this much money. I'm not talking a hundred bucks. I'm talking thousands of dollars. Yeah. That now you don't look at me and think this, he's going to waste everything that we have. You've, you've seen me succeed enough times that now with, now with every decision I would bring to you even now. Yeah. Right. But that there are some that were, that you would have absolutely said no to at the start now five years after you probably say yeah go ahead i trust you and i think it, there's a lot in that right like i think as you grow in marriage you want to see your spouse like have victories yeah you know 100%. like you want to see them like yeah you know uh, you just want to see in, them in those positions and places yeah. and so i think that you naturally if you have a healthy marriage and you know you like you and your spouse function well and you desire happiness for them and all the above but um i think that you again there's i think that there's a lot in that for sure you're rooting to, for each other to yes, win yeah. yeah you just you love to see them in those positions um but yeah i'm now like kind of losing my thought but um well i was asking about what like what we could give um, and, the, and you were saying that there were certain things like in the past that I would have probably like, like brought up and said, Hey, let's invest in this. Oh, and, and what I was going to say too is, um, and sorry, I might be going off track a little bit, but I'm just like getting little like light bulb. Mommy, well, mommy, she also has mommy <laughs> brain and she's breastfeeding. Yes. So. <laughs> Literally sitting in my lap, grunting, making all of the sweet little noises. But what I was going to say too, is that, um, trust is formed even in those like conversations, you know? And mm -hmm. so like, if you approach your spouse in a way that like is like, you're almost like convicting, convicting them of like something like a crime, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you like you went to Target again, you know? But we communicate so differently now, mm -hmm. you know? That it is, it is a lot easier for me to be like, yeah, you know, like, go ahead and try that. Like, I want to see you win. I want to see you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because I feel like the way that we communicate our needs and mm -hmm. communicate like, hey, like, how are we doing in this area? You know, all that kind of stuff is just, in, it's su such a more like life-giving like way. Well, so, because we have developed trust too. Yes, right? that's, yeah. And so it's like what we were kind of talking about earlier um, if you're not, if you're not approaching like your spouse with like, so like women, like women need love and care and, and all of that, like nurturing, like from their compassion, yes, from their husband. And it's like, if we're not receiving that, cause unfortunately the women are the ones who typically are spending most money. We're talking financially at this point, but like 
you're spending the most money because you're the grocery shopper. You know, you're buying things for the kids, you're buying things for the husband, like all of that. And so um, it can get it can get very easy to be critical of the woman financially, um, even if she is the frugal person, you know. Um, well, and then to add to that, you add the dynamic for us, which we also had to overcome and uh, have worked on. And I think we're on the other side of this too. praise the Lord. But to that, you add, if the dynamic is that the husband is the one that works and the wife is the one that's home, yeah. very easily you can paint it as the guy is the one producing mm -hmm. and the woman is the one spending. Yes. Like like what they spend on is not absolutely necessary for the home and for the function of the home, right? Yeah. So like even for me, there were times when you would purchase stuff for like our groceries and our food and I would be bitter about that. Like yeah. it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But back then, you would have approached me so much differently right, right. than you do today, you know? Like, I think we have learned that, like, trust is just so much more important and than, like, than our desire to get our point across or whatever. I'd say trust and respect, right? I feel like you just grow in, like, I feel like respect, um, I just, like, really, I, I really, yeah, I really respect you so much more today than I did before. And, 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 but it's a, it's a accumulation of all the ways in which I've seen you be a, a woman of God as a mom. And I mean, I've seen you give birth. I've seen you like breastfeed hours on, like an, on hours at night overnight while I can't do anything and I'm resting. You are just killing yourself, you know, feeding the baby. Um, I've seen you, um, just like care for the kids at the house when I'm not there and do it in such a uh, intentional way, teaching them songs, doing crafts with them. Like I've seen you steward things so well and I've, seen, and I've seen us just grow in this desire to respect each other, like yeah. to really treat each other the way God wants us to treat each other. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, and so it just makes it so much easier. So now, for example, I don't, I don't think you're, in fact, now I want you to go and spend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny. Please just buy something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any more shirts, Dara. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's been a beautiful process. I think, too, like, um, you know, when when I left work to stay home with the kids, I feel like it it could have been an easy, um, an easy trigger mm -hmm. for a lot of things. We but definitely I couldn't feel... have done that at the start. Can you yeah, imagine? No, Ooh. no, that would have been, that so, been hard. so rough. So, so hard. I've never thought about yeah. that. Yeah. But we have this developed trust and yeah. respect, like you said, for one another that like has just been a part of like the journey that we have been on. Um, and so I, I feel like even in that season, I'm able to submit to you even more willingly mm -hmm. because I just... I am so honored that you would want to support our family and to go out and leave the family, like leave the home. Like I'm fortunate enough to have a husband that actually wants to be with us. You know, I know that that's not always the case, um, but I genuinely feel like you leave and you don't want to, you know, like you don't want to leave the home. And so, um, so yeah, when you go out and you sacrifice for us, I mean, how can I not want to submit more to you in just like more willing, loving way, you know? Submission almost becomes a form of love. Like it's like, it's it's this thing that you like, you want to you give it want away. To submit, yeah. You want to give it away yeah. when you have that like trust and respect like we're talking about. Um, 
like a big one for me, for example, because we've we've haven't talked very much about mutual submission, and maybe this will be a different podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, like as as a man, I also joyfully, willingly submit to you in areas where I know that I need to to make your life easier mm-hmm. and 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 encourage you and empower you right so for example um an area that has been tough for me to 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 like submit to what it is that you need from me is like the kids schedules that's been hard right because i'm such a go with the flow guy i'm yeah. like a i'm like a why don't we just they just need to whatever just go to sleep whenever like that mm-hmm. just live life right um and learning that you know if if we went off the schedules like too far it would actually make your life so much more difficult throughout the day while i was at work when i wasn't seeing it you know yeah. um it 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 cost me again because of that love and that consideration for you to want to submit myself to those schedules even though i didn't want to um because i'm not insecure that you're that there's something that you want to do and something in a way that you want this home to work um where i know man that like if their wives have a schedule they actually get bitter towards that schedule um i don't have a problem with that because you earn my trust and my consideration for so many other reasons you know yeah um um yeah but you can't live by the schedule can live by I it. can't but well we can't and we have figured out that we yes. can and again that's where that yeah. that back and forth cuz cuz you are you can get stuck to the schedules and i have to I, well, and not that I have to. I am completely non-scheduled, and we just <laughs> land somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yes, it's just I think you just learned that there are just some things that aren't worth the fight, aren't worth the struggle, and I think we're in this beautiful place now where we have this like this like give and take with so many different things where we're able to parent, we're able to. Yeah. you know do so many things in marriage and all that kind of stuff because we have this mutual submission and mutual just desire to like care for the other person and love them like through our actions our actions there we go um you know so yeah, yeah. this is it is that i think a beautiful marriage is two people with a passionate desire to care for the other person yeah as hard as they can mm-hmm. right yeah and I, I, we haven't we haven't always been like that yeah you know i mean we've talked recently too about how in this season with the two with the new baby which is with the two kids like we have to be extra intentional to find time we haven't i'll confess to you guys listening we haven't dated probably for how long honey i don't know <laughs> and that's how long it's been so it's been we need, really need to work on that and really need to get out and, and plan plan that time um but but so so you're you're always you know working at that and continuing to try to find one another um but it is um a beautiful thing when your home locks in into the godly order of leadership and servanthood and everything that god calls us to and and might i say guys and man like the whole leadership thing is filled with a lot of responsibilities that like pro- more responsibilities than benefits you know what i'm saying yeah um like way more responsibilities so so it's not it's not a it's not a place of victory it's a place of servanthood you yeah. know like like it's not like yeah i get to rule over my wife mm-hmm. it's no I, i'm starting this i'm starting first i'm going what first. are what are like some things you feel like come to mind that you have to exchange for the role of 
like leading your home? Like what are, does that make well, sense? Well, definitely pride first, you know? Um, I think that um, the probably the first uh, place where I am tempted to not lead you is by not forgiving first or by not starting a conversation first or by not humbling myself first and being gentle first. Yeah. Hugging you after an argument first. Like those are the moments where I just want to to not pick my own cross, but be just like, oh, whatever. She needs to come to me. Like, you know, it was her fault or no, she did said something wrong or whatever. We've come a long way in that. Usually one of us just starts laughing and the other person right. follows. Like, this was really dumb. What? Why did we just fight over that for an hour? <laughs> Well, I think that's my favorite. Yeah, I think a beautiful thing about marriage is that we like there used to be again so many things we felt so strongly about, and now yeah. it's like whatever. Like they're not that big of a deal, you know. Um, but yeah, I'd say definitely pride is the first one, and then I, I and I will say the second one, and I didn't know this one until probably like two years uh, in, or two years, the most recent two years, is that men have to let go of self pity. Yeah. As well. Because I think that sometimes when you are leading, and this could be in parenting, or it can be in marriage, or it can be anywhere you're leading, you want to you want to give yourself this self pity of, oh woe is me, I have to be the first one to humble myself, or I have to serve, and it's like I just I I for some reason again the past three or four years. The Lord's been gracious to just give me such a great love for like what I get to do, you know, for our family. And yeah, even when it's not fun, like when I have to uh, correct Luca, um, when I have to spank him, uh, we believe in spanking. Well, Tara, Tara, not so much. I do. That's another area you guys can pray for us. Uh, just kidding. Now Tara spanks him. So. <laughs> um, she spanks me. <laughs> just oh joking. <laughs> um for another another podcast <laughs> anyway um i don't even know what i was saying but um but yeah like some there are some areas that i wish i didn't have to do but i don't have enough time to think about what i wish i didn't have to do i just need to go and do it and i need to do it with a great sense of um gratitude and honor yeah you know um so what do you think for you um are some of the things that you have to lay down first in order to be led i think pride is also <laughs> so funny pride is also another one yeah you know um i had i had i i can't say that i had a really hard time with this but i can definitely identify where i had to start laying down pride and picking up gratefulness mm. um like that was a big one like okay this doesn't look the same as it did before um because as we had mentioned like i've always worked like yeah <laughs> i've always worked um though i i have always wanted to be a mom it was difficult for me um in preparing to be a mom to think about just not working yeah. you know um i like to be efficient and effective and you know all that stuff and, and accomplish so, goals and, yeah. yeah and so um i definitely can identify like areas and times when when i had to lay down pride and pick up gratefulness that like 
there were things that I got to do instead and gratefulness in terms of what you were doing because when you're home as the wife you want to nitpick the efficiency of your husband all the time (laughs) sure you know like is he really being efficient does he like you know like is he really at like an an appointment right now or is he just like having fun you know that's like target that's like their equivalent of target on the other side yeah so um so yeah it seemed a good one probably for for wives is is my husband meeting with that person just for fun or yes you know what i'm saying yeah and and i would say like a lot of times if a man is working like in the business world you don't i mean every meeting is not a business meeting but you're always investing in the stability of your home as well right so it's like that's something that you can like black and white pinpoint is that was that one for fun (laughs) is that a write-off yeah (laughs) right but again, I think you can get stuck there. It's again, I think it's like and a, it's a trust record. factor. Yes, like like for you, like you know, grow in trust and all of that kind of stuff. Now, whenever you do go out to lunch with somebody, and it, maybe it's not business, maybe it is, I really don't care that much because Why? I have like I receive joy when you like you get to do something, you know. And so I think that like again, it's just like that. I think at all stages of marriage, like it's. It's this like, this like cycling thing of, okay, help me maintain trust. Help me main t- to maintain trust with you so that like we can get to a place of, of being like joy filled mm-hmm. whenever our spouse can like achieve things yeah. and, um, and like have wins and, and all of that kind of stuff. And so, so, so I love that. I love that. I feel like it is always, uh, can we trust each other? Can, can we continue? Can we trust each other more? Yeah. Right. Um, like I know, for example, now with your spending that when you go out and you spend, you're not going to spend past a point that's going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I don't need to know how much you spent. I don't need to know what you spent on. Like, just know, like I see the Amazon packages arrive and I don't care. I never open them. I don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> they arrive all day. I have no idea. Um, but some of them sit in the garage for like a week and then we get them and open them. <laughs> but, um, but the question I was going to ask you, honey, as we close here at the podcast, uh, for today, speaking of just ordering our home and, and leadership and submission is what is, what is in your eyes, what is the, the perfect, if, if mayor, if the family was a well-oiled machine, working exactly how God wanted it to work with a husband and a wife who with a husband that loves the actually I don't want to answer the question this is what I ask you well what does it look like for a perfect image of that to you of a husband that is a, a great leader of the home that loves Jesus with with children and mom and what is a perfect image of that give me give me what that home might look like on a daily basis well two starts with two imperfect people Mm -hmm. um male and female (laughs) well it's important to say it just being honest um two imperfect people um seeking after god Desiring mutual submission, um, 
desiring to receive of the Holy Spirit, mm. um, desiring to um, love one another and care for one another. Um, what is that husband like? That husband is caring. The husband is nurturing and kind. The husband loves loves his spouse and loves God and loves his children, wants to be home with them, but also wants to sacrifice for them. Um, and the wife, um, I, I think that they both take on different leadership roles, right, in the home. Um, but I think that the wife wants to be a good steward of her children and um, wants to be um, a partner, like, literally partnering with her husband mm. um i love that you know women were women were created from the rib you know like we're we literally like walk beside our husband um supporting them and uh, you're my rib baby <laughs> i think that's what Steph and joey say all the time right yes um, i feel it now though you yes. belong to me <laughs> um but yeah mutual submission but i but i think that that husband what do those parents look like to their kids if their kids had to see them and you probably saw a lot of this when you were growing up what what kind of perception do do kids have of these parents that are working in, in perfect harmony in their flow i think there is definitely a trust that is earned even in parenting with your children mm. you know um and in that trust like the development of that trust i believe that the children revere and honor their parents and um they don't just do it, but they want to do it <laughs> because mm. they have the trust. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do they see? What do they see between mommy and daddy? Um, genuine love, mm. genuine care and concern mm. for one another. Um, I think like we mentioned too, like just the desire to see each other experience wins. Mm -hmm. Um like you are rooting for one another yeah that's good if you were a daughter and you were seeing your daddy loving his mom what do you think what might build a, a daughter watching daddy love his his wife in the right order he's leading her well he's leading her with patience and um with grace <laughs> i don't know if you can hear her grunting but it's <laughs> um but yeah he's he's leading with leading her with grace and with kindness and um gentleness you know that everything has to be has to be harsh and in fact not many none of it yeah <laughs> has to be harsh now let me ask you this as we close honey because i think this is something what, what what people might hear here too is that like as a leader you just have to be a yes man all the time and i want to ask you do you do you feel like do you feel like i'm a yes man no okay so are there times when i say things to maybe encourage you or empower you or challenge you that you hate oh yeah <laughs> um now do you feel like those are things i still need to say yeah 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 now how, how do you want me to say those things if i do say those things what's important what's a, a way in which you would want me to deliver 
those things that I say that I feel like God wants to tell you? I think what's so important is that for a man to not place um, their opinion on on their spouse, you know, mm. like like here's my opinion, and you just have to take it. Yeah, you know. Um, I think what you do so beautifully in our marriage is you you submit certain things to me. Um, like, give me an example of how I might do that. Like. I don't even know that you necessarily disagree right off the bat. Now, as wives, we know you're disagreeing, <laughs> even even when you're not outwardly expressing it. But um, you know, you you can kind of tell that you're just in in somewhat of disagreement. But you submit certain things to one another, and I think in, in the question that you're that you're um, asking, the husband submits submits a thought and allows the wife to grow on that thought, to bring it to the Lord, to, um, again, not just take on an opinion, but to be able to build upon, mm-hmm. like, a thought, you know, that that husband may have had, or um, bringing it to the Lord and asking, like, you know, how, like, how can you help me with this? How can you, like, how can you help me see clear or, or change my perspective or whatever? Um, what am I not seeing? Yeah. You know? Um, and I think you do that in a, in a very beautiful way, for sure. I never feel, I never feel oppressed by your... Now, I do have strong opinions. And when I'm not being led by the Holy Spirit, I do want to press them on you. Um... And so obviously it's important that a spiritual leader of a home would listen to the Holy Spirit and know, you know, what the, the voice of the Father looks like and what his heart wants for for his family, yeah. right? So, but, um, but I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I, you know, sometimes when you are in something good, you take, for, you take things for granted because you just get used to things being a certain way you think it's like that everywhere um but i'm i'm very grateful for the way in which you receive the things that you don't want to hear yeah differently yeah now, I'm, ve- sure. I'm very grateful for that because um i i believe marriages grow at at the level of our willingness to grow and i'm just so grateful that you've never placed your own opinion above our marriage yeah you what's most important to you is that our family and our marriage thrives and so if that means that your opinion has to die and your way has to die you're willing to let it die and i think there's something too to be said about that that like one another way in which we build trust with one another is when we both know that we are not advocating for ourselves more than we are advocating for us individual like we're advocating for us individually more than we're advocating for we, for our marriage, right? And so when you bring something up to me, what's something that you brought up to me recently that, okay, you brought up to me recently with Luca. Hey, I just think that you need to have more patience with him. Can you pray about that? First of all, bringing it up to me like that, it leaves me with no room to just like shoot back, <laughs> which, which is great. Um, but then it also, it just makes me ponder and consider, do, if, do I trust my wife's ability to see with the eyes of the Holy Spirit 
am i going to am i going to allow allow her to speak into my life and let let that grow me or am i going to reject it and remain being right as i'm wrong you know so i'm just really grateful for that about you honey that you've always just you just have such a high regard for marriage and i think that's the reason why though it's not perfect you know i think we love being married right yeah we do um we love uh vanilla ice cream with raspberries at night <laughs> we love a good chick-fil-a 30 count nugget <laughs> meal we love uh, a good green tea and a caramel macchiato <laughs> <laughs> a good skinny's burger on the beach <laughs> but um anyway guys well we love you thank you for listening today uh, hopefully this gives somebody some context and it's a blessing to somebody I am uh, so happy to have you on again, honey. Thanks um, for having I, I run this podcast with Joey, but you're way prettier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Have a great day. You want to say bye-bye, honey? Have a great day, guys.